0: the power of PlayStation.
1: Beyond. 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 Welcome, everybody, to Podcast Beyond, episode 246. My name is Ryan Clements. I'm an editor here. Thanks for joining us. It's great. And I'm joined by the wonderful, the only, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Fuck you, man. <laughs> we have a great relationship. <laughs> and then Andrew Goldfarb, our esteemed news editor. I love you, Ryan. Love you too, buddy. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Now, in case you've just stumbled into uh, this podcast from the infinite ethers of the interwebs, we are a PlayStation podcast. So thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in and hearing all about Sony's fantastic platforms. Woo-hoo! Exciting. Greg's not here, so I'm desperate. Yeah, Greg's gone. He's uh, reviewing... Walking Dead Episode 2, which was sprung upon us at the last possible Are we, moment. We're allowed to say that, right? Are we allowed to say that now? I guess so. We'll see. All right. Well, we're going to find that <laughs> out later. No, I think, I think we know. Depending <laughs> on the severity of the email response we get from our bosses. I think we'll it'll be know. right. I'll, I'll ask Greg before it goes live. So anyway, yeah, our unfortunate leader can't join us, but that's okay because Colin, Andrew, and I do love to give you guys a lot of PlayStation goodies. Among and other things. Among <laughs> other things. We love other things, too. So we usually start out by uh, catching you guys up on the news, the the happenings in the PlayStation-verse, with what once was, what is now, will forever will be, and in any other ex, uh, extra <laughs> universe continue to be, the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some <laughs> news. Uh, There are are 13 items on the list. 13. 13 I need need you to cut one of those out. (laughs) Lucky 13. If you had to drop one of them, what would it be? I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll never know because you're going to drop it. (laughs) Drop that beat. That's a good point. I don't know. We'll see. What do we got? What's going on, Kyle? Number one, Mass Effect
0: 3's extended cut DLC is currently available on PlayStation Network for North American gamers. European gamers will be able to access the DLC on July 4th. The download is around 2 gigabytes in size. And apparently there are four endings now or something i don't don't know we've only seen
1: four so far
2: Mm -hmm. i believe so without spoiling anything at the end of the game you have three distinct options now you have four distinct options and the previous three are a little bit expanded so there's more to the ones you've had before and there's one new one
0: and how has the feedback been so far for this
2: good um mixed i mean i've seen people who were like oh this is actually exactly what i wanted and then there's like a neogaf thread where everyone's like oh fuck Fucking BioWare they're the worst. Our uh, uh,
1: uh ex, XIGNER Hillary Goldstein uh did say that he didn't hate the original ones and thought that these were obviously better but it, they still annoy him for some reason.
2: I mean, I haven't gotten a Take chance to as you will. sit down with them or anything, but uh from what I understand they're really more about um expanding what it was before. So I don't think anyone who really like was radically against the ending is going to suddenly be satisfied and I don't think vice versa either like I, I think
1: it'll probably just strengthen the opinion you already had you mean vice versa sure I think that's what you meant vice versa and please continue Mr. Moriarty uh, number two
0: Square Enix's CEO Yoichi Wada spoke during the company's annual shareholder meeting
1: that guy about
0: Final Fantasy 7 he owes Ryan 20 <laughs> bucks uh, when asked what the company's plans are in regard to a remake he said that he doesn't want the company to make one until they create a new Final Fantasy that quote exceeds the quality of Final Fantasy 7 End quote. I, he went on to clarify that he re, he feels the recent Final Fantasy offerings have been subpar and that they want to surpass Final Fantasy 7 with a new entrant before making or going back to remake it. Which I thought was a pretty interesting because he's basically saying that the studio, the team that is working on the new Final Fantasy game sucks.
1: Yeah, like it, it was a really... <laughs> this is the, a weird quote. A lot of subtext it's in a this weird quote. quote. And even more so, I still think this just sounds like a total excuse they came up with. For their for their decisions, which I just still do not agree. Just with. Just
2: make money. Just do yeah. any
1: like put out anything. Hey, Square Enix, you want to print some money? Yeah. Remake Final Fantasy. Just put all your other projects on hold for six months. And it probably nah, did would take longer. Literally, than that.
2: release the 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 PSN one add trophies to it, charge me 60 bucks and put it on Vita and I will buy it. Like, no, yeah. think... All right, that's a little. No, that's a bit. Of... I, think, I think a lot of people would do no, that. that doesn't
1: sound like such a good deal. I bet you it would sell really well if they did that. If you guys are interested in hearing more about our discussions of the Final Fantasy VII Remake, tune in next week to IGN.com. Mm. And I'm all, that's all I'm going to say. Foreshadow. Yeah. Uh, foreshadow. When we'll
2: exclusively announce
1: <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy VII I, IGN version.
0: I will say that I, I don't understand what they're doing anymore. and I haven't understood what they're doing for several years, honestly. And uh, and and I think that even though people clearly and, and including you two like Final Fantasy 13 and Final Fantasy 13 2 that they are genuinely or, or I'm sorry, generally uh underwhelming to many people. And so I think he's stating in in many senses and in one sense the obvious that Final Fantasy 7 is probably the most recent pinnacle of the series for many gamers. I don't think it's the best game. I don't think a lot of people think it's the best game. I think I think many people think 6 or 4 are the best games. But like you said, why don't you just do it? Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake would sell ten plus million copies. Yep, and and like easy. It, it w- when we look at the Media Create Japanese sales list every week, imagine if that game came out on PS3. Mm-hmm. And it was a down. Just imagine that's a downloadable game. It could be a downloadable game. Imagine if it was on Vita yeah. and it was available retail and it was available at, on PSN. On Media Create's list, it would sell. I- I'll say it'll sell seven hundred fifty thousand in its first week in Japan alone. Easy, and that wouldn't include obviously digital downloads. Like it's just it's just confusing. You think if you wanted money, that which a lot of these games aren't making, except for games that they're publishing from Western developers, that uh, you would do something like this, but they they don't. And 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 they originally said that they were going to remake four, five, and six, and they never, uh, like in that same style that DS like. The same way that three and four were remade. Yeah. And they never did it. I don't understand what they're doing.
1: I'm going to speculate. Here's Clement's speculation time. Okay. There's two things that are on my mind when it comes to why this hasn't happened yet. And we've discussed these in the past before. Thank you, Goldfarb. Number one, (laughs) I wonder if, as I have often speculated in the past, as someone that's totally not experienced enough to make these uh, calls, but I wonder if this is an issue with pride. And these teams want to create something new. They want to have their own creations. And everybody in the world keeps telling them that those aren't good enough. They just want what was happened before, what came before them from other teams. And I bet that's I bet that fr- that's frustrating to those teams, and they just don't want to hear it. Right? Number two. <laughs> Number two. I wonder if it's also just a technicality. I wonder if it's going to be difficult to get the people that they need to get back together to do something like that. Uh, Because I'm sure there's a lot of, like, for example, I I mean, Uematsu isn't on the Square Enix payroll anymore. Uh, I'm assuming he he is somehow attached to the music that he's composed to that game for that game. I wonder if they're allowed to reuse it without, like, his consent. If they're allowed to, you know, reorchestrate those tracks, what would they have to do? Would they have to, you know, relicense certain things? These are the kind of questions that we as gamers don't often see. I wonder if uh, there's some technicalities blocking them. Just adding red tape to the process. Certainly not something that would be impossible, right? But, you know, something to think about. It's, it is, so, it is
2: like, fun. all of that makes sense for a, a full remake. That does make sense. I, I don't really understand why they can't take what they already have and make it a, a cheap download with trophies. Like, yeah. just, just put it properly on, on PSN or Vita or whatever.
0: Yeah, just upscale it a little bit. I mean, I don't yeah. know how much they'd be able to upscale a game like that and put it in and put it in, you know put an HD gloss over it and make it widescreen and put a platinum trophy in it and
1: then sell it for 20 bucks. Exactly. And it'll still sell millions of copies. They would make
2: so much money doing (laughs) that.
1: I think that what, I think what they want to do is really, if they ever do it, they'll probably go all out. But again, stay tuned to IGN.com next week for, our thoughts on the matter but i think you're mm-hmm. right
0: i think it is an issue of pride 100 percent
1: and i and i don't necessarily blame them i mean and they yeah. don't have to do anything
0: i'm just saying that you of know of course it's not yeah but I mean. like i do agree with you like if you were to approach this new team these guys that a lot of them probably grew up playing final fantasy 7 4 5 you know 6 and they're like we don't want to make that game you know and they yeah. probably and it's probably like maybe you know you could even you can even kind of posit there's like an internal insurrection there in a sense in which like these teams might have been approached at some
1: point to do that and they're like fuck you Like, we don't want to do that. Well, they want to make their own vision. They have their own games they want to make, you know, and we can't blame them for that. They have, everyone has their own creative energies and they want to, uh, you know, uh, push them towards something. And maybe that's not always what the public wants.
0: No, I agree. I think you're right. But at the same time, uh, people don't want new Final Fantasy games as much as they want that old Final Fantasy game.
1: We can't speak for everyone,
0: though. No, I'm I'm saying, I think generally, I think, I think if you asked, if you took a, 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 a thousand Final Fantasy fans just from around the world. Okay. Japanese guys, European guys, North American guys, Canadians, whatever. And you were like, Do you would you rather Final Fantasy 15 or do you want or Final Fantasy 7 remake? Yeah. I bet you 90% of them would want the Final Fantasy 7 remake, including someone like me who's not even really super into Final Fantasy 7. Right. Just because I don't like the new Final Fantasy games and I'd much rather them go back in that other direction. Because mm. I'll take seven any day of the week, man. Seven is like golden compared to thirteen. So in my opinion.
1: Yes. Um, oh, one bro. last thing to say, uh, Final Fantasy. that, C. when you guys both said um at the same time, it created this weird friggin' reverberation uh, in we my We merged. Colin and I joined like a bodies. friggin' Archon over there coming together. All right. Um, I, I just really quickly wanted to say
2: Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm is in the office for 3DS, and I really hope that comes to Vita, because it's adorable. Yes, and that game
0: looks really cute. Yeah. Cool. All right, Colin, that was a bit of a tangent, but let's keep, no, keep rolling. Good. Number three, PlayStation 3 firmware update 4.20 is now live. It includes updates for audio headsets connected to PlayStation 3, as well as save data bundling, which allows the copying and deleting of groups of saves as opposed to
1: having to do it all at the same, or one at a time. Um, I would have have been really upset if it was just the audio cable update. I mean... (laughs) Talk about something that really just doesn't need to be said but for most, you know, consumers. They don't care. It's a mandatory update, too. So, clearly, there are some
0: other things in the back. end. I, I was reading online that it might have something to do with the browser as well, but they didn't publicize that. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true. Number, But but it's it's mandatory, so turn on your PS3 and download and just get out of the way. It didn't take that long as far as PSN updates no, go. No, it was, it was pretty fast. Yeah. But it's still annoying as hell. Yep. Um Number four, if you pre-order Little Big Planet Vita, you'll gain access to exclusive Bioshock costumes. Costumes for a Big Daddy and a Little Sister will be given to all that pre-order, as well as other Renaissance theme costumes under the moniker, Knights of Old. I'm so excited. Is for this. Old O-L-D-E. No, it's not, nope. but it
2: should be. should up. It? it should. Oldie. There, there isn't a cute little dragon, which I thought was funny. Cute. But uh, dude, I'm gonna play that whole game as a Big Daddy. There's a cute little dragon. Big, big Daddy. daddy. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm sorry, we've never played Bioshock. <laughs> 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 Remember that? Yep. yeah you do that's a funny little little, little inside joke. joke between goldfarb and i let's keep rolling mm,
0: mm. number five in a brief conversation with the uk's official playstation magazine sony's daniel brooke told the magazine that sony has no concrete plans for resistance moving forward quote the resistance franchise has been exciting to work on but as for the future we have no definitive plans he said mm. shocking <laughs> absolutely shocking since the, the original developer of the uh, series, Insomniac, is no longer working on it, and Nihilistic basically tossed it into a six-foot grave. We can assume <laughs> that... Uh, we can assume that... <laughs> not intentionally. No. Uh, and I I said Burning Skies is actually a good shooter. It's not a great It totally was fun. Game. I mean, it was fun as a shooter. But yeah, like, it's a resistance game.
2: Whew. It faltered. Yeah. yeah, the mechanically, that game is fine. Like, it's not great. It's not, like, the best thing ever, but it is fine. But yeah, story-wise, what a fucking mess. Yeah. I, um, I, I do wonder... I I really don't think that franchise is completely dead forever. Like, I do think it will eventually come back. I just think it's going to hibernate for, like, a long time.
1: Yeah, you're probably right. Imagine when all of us are, you know, in our retirement homes, hooked up to our PlayStation 7s, and uh, they're, like, you know, announcing Resistance 4. It finally comes back. Marcus Smith is, like, floating in a tank, <laughs> controlling everything. Ted Price. I do wonder... Um, <laughs> Marcus. I
2: wonder if when, whenever the hell a Killzone Vita game comes out, if that were to do really well, if that would lead them to, to revisit Resistance, actually. Like, I wonder if, like, if there are some shooters that come to Vita and do
0: well, if they're like, okay, maybe we'll revisit it. I hope so. I, I would like to just see, you know, I think if they let it go long enough, they'll probably just reboot it. Yeah, or let Ben do it again, man. Yeah, Ben was good. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Probably siphon folder. Number six, the developer of the upcoming PSN exclusive RPG Rainbow Moon admitted to the PlayStation blog that the team is currently investigating, quote, a PlayStation Vita iteration of the game, but that there will be no word on it one way or the other for a while. Rainbow Moon would fit awesomely on Vita, so here's hoping that it will happen. And speaking of Rainbow Moon, my, uh, so we were talking about the 50 hour threshold last week that I wanted to reach and Greg and I were talking about it and I'm like, you know what, Greg, like I'm, I'm over 30 hours into the game now and I already know what I'm going to give it. I'm already super comfortable with the game. And so we've decided that I'm just going to review it this week. Um, so the review will be up on Friday, uh, video and written form. Um, so look for it there. I'll give you a little hint. It's very good, mm. Mm. but not for everybody. Hello. You'll understand that joke when you <laughs> play it for yourself. Uh, I will say that it is very hardcore, and it's and it's certainly not for everyone. But if you're looking for a hardcore RPG, then you're going to want to stay
1: tuned to that for that review. How are the trophies? <laughs>
0: uh I you can get what? the platinum. Oh. Uh,
1: yeah, there's a good question coming it, up. Yeah. It up all right pull it it the is a conversational podcast uh, I just have to find it though so keep going for now hey Colin, how you doing quickly number
0: seven far cry three <laughs> has been delayed <laughs> let's just get this in here anyway no, around, no, the that's fine and you were saying it kind of at the same time that I was already saying this, so I wasn't able to it's kind like of it's, pivot I'm not offended. Of I'm not offended. Number seven, Far Cry 3 has been delayed. The game was initially slated for release in September, but will not come out in Europe on November 29th and North America on December 4th.
2: Man, that game... It's interesting, though, that for Sony people, for, you know, the PlayStation fans, that's actually... This will be the version to get, because they said D3 it's going to have some exclusive DLC, and, you know, the fact that they were at the conference leads me to believe they're more confident in the um, PS3 version. But, man, I was not impressed by that game at yeah me neither
1: i still want to play the second one though i only played it for like an hour all right we got something from uh from oh man this marker's all wet because of colin's attempts at peeing <laughs> don't even don't even finish the second. Right. so uh jason writes uh by the way if you anyone wants to join the podcast beyond discussion email us beyond at ign.com Again. just to
2: clarify it's not us beyond it's just beyond correct yeah
1: beyond at ign.com thank you goldie uh just like jason did who writes beyond colin rainbow moon looks awesome since you have played over 40 hours of it how many hours would you say the platinum would be aside from the play for 100 hours trophy
0: uh i haven't played quite 40 hours yet but the the trophies are all attainable there's a lot of secret trophies but we had the exclusive reveal of all the secret trophies on ign so you can go to our ign wiki for rainbow moon and look at them there and see them for yourself but beware there are spoilers um but you get a bunch of trophies for, you know, getting all the characters, which you get automatically, and then completing quests um, uh, automatically. And there's some side quest-based ones that I guess you can miss. Uh, but I think the trophies are pretty much attainable, except for a couple of ones. The the hundred hour one is going to be tricky. Now people were kind of talking about in in the comments of the wiki, like, oh, I'll just leave my PlayStation on. Well, no, you won't, because the game pauses itself after thirty seconds if it, if it's inactive, which means you're going to have to physically play the game Can't for hundred hours.
2: Tie a rubber band around the analog stick. I did that in thirteen two for the choke, running in a circle as a chocobo
0: or whatever the fuck. I did that. You probably could. It yeah. reminds me of Final Fantasy VI when you're when you're uh, as with Bannon and the crew on the river. Remember this? And you could tape the Super Nintendo controller down to the left, and can and tape like the B button down, and then just grind your characters' levels, and like leave it on overnight. Because like Bannon heals everyone. Oh yeah. So no, like like that's his attack is to heal. Pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, it's a, there's that one, and there's one for getting your characters to level 500. Now I'm playing the game on hard, so it, it could it might not be necessarily representative of the final product. But in 30 some odd hours, my characters are around level 25. So I think that the <laughs> I th- so I think that the uh, I, I suspect that the getting to uh,
1: to uh, 100 hours is the least of your concerns if you want to get a platinum trophy in that game. If anybody gets a platinum trophy in that game and is near the San Francisco area, I'll buy you a beer.
0: Oh, and uh, I Unless may, you're not I may or may not either, uh, right? in two weeks have uh, 10 codes to give away for Rainbow Moon. There you go. Ooh. Hello. Hello. Number eight. Sony and that game company have revealed the journey collectors edition, a PlayStation three exclusive that bundles together that game company's three PSN offerings flow flower and journey will be on one Blu-ray disc along with new exclusive mini games, developer commentaries for all three games and a 30 minute documentary chronicling the making of journey. It comes to North America on August 28th and will cost $30. There is no word yet on when it will come out in Europe and how much it will cost. Since then that game company has tweeted saying that the game will not be coming out at all in Europe. So I have reached out to Sony to see what the deal is with that. And I have no update, which yet. would stink for them. Yes. I feel bad. I know you enjoy those games thoroughly. I do. Obviously, yeah. that, game com- that game company is no longer exclusive to Sony. So this is the last way for Sony to extract funds from
1: them. Mm. I've never played Flow. <clears throat> it's uh, it's worth checking out, but I would say it's the, the least impressive of their offerings. Yes. I never played Cloud. Yeah, I didn't play Cloud either which was their very first game. Um, was the next game yeah. almost like one of their school projects? Yeah. It was so based cool. on Cloud
0: from Final Fantasy VII.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, false.
0: I just like how it's like Cloud, Flower, and then they were oh. like, Dirt. Nope. <laughs> oh, there already is a game Dirt. Dirt.
2: coming multi-platform <laughs> 2013 <laughs> to
1: cross over with the, the motor racing, whatever. Motor cross. Nitrogen. Motor, I don't know words. Nitrogen. Air. Universe. Mm. Pancake. Water mm. droplet uh number nine capcom's dragons dogma
0: has surpassed one million units shipped to retailers as such capcom has promised quote to develop this entirely new brand into a major franchise end quote specifics about the future of dragons dogma however are still unknown
1: you know the interesting thing someone just uh talked to me and they were like hey you know we love we know you love jrpgs you know what game you should pay, play dragons dogma recommended dragons dogma to me i now that was previously not on my radar at all just because it's it sort of came and went without much fanfare yeah, but, I don't, uh, and here
0: I mean in Japan it sold huge, like huge numbers in Japan. Yeah, and I was really surprised. Like I think well over half of the units sold were in Japan, if not even much more than that. Yeah.
1: Have you, neither of you guys have played that? Correct?
0: <clears throat> no, it's called Dragon's Dogma, so it didn't really do it for me. Well, in you're terms playing of the title. Rainbow Moon, so there you go. Rainbow Moon is a very bold name for mm. a game.
1: So it was long top chainsaw. Nah, no, no,
0: no, 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 nope. And its sequel, as I talked on Twitter, it's still an announced sequel. Candy Bar Weed Whacker. <laughs> The only thing I think about when I think of Dragon's
2: Dogma is that they sent, like, a chess piece to Rich George that's, like, four feet. It's, like, this huge pawn. Like, it's, it's, like, several feet tall.
0: It's kind of funny. It's kind of cool. That's what it is. It's kind of something. Number 10, Crystal Dynamics, the developer behind Tomb Raider, is currently hiring for a, quote, cutting-edge original IP, end quote. The studio is specifically seeking out animation engineers to work on a third-person action, action-adventure AAA title. I don't know what that is, and we probably won't know until next generation, I assume. Number 11, in an interview with Develop Online, Sony Worldwide Studios president and Podcast Beyond fan, (laughs) Shuhei Yoshida, noted that Sony may have made a mistake by not emphasizing Vita more at E3. While he said that, quote, he was happy with the Vita's first showing at E3, end quote, he still got, quote, lots of tweets from people wanting to see much more out of the Vita. Uh, In retrospect, he admitted, we should have spent more time showing and talking about PS Vita titles, quote, end quote. They didn't, he said, however, because uh, Sony is notorious for spending uh, a lot of time at E3 press conferences, and they wanted to cut that down. Mm, yeah. i don't agree i like long press conferences if they have things to show and they mm. should have
1: spent the time to show them they should have cut down <clears throat> uh wonder book by 15 minutes because it definitely <laughs> was like at 30 minutes and uh and maybe showed some more video games wonder book was a travesty not because yeah. it's not gonna be fine i'm sure
0: it'll be very interesting but that, uh, that presentation that, like ruined yeah, at the entire because yeah. that conference was just, oh, i'll never i'll never forget that, i mean out of all the three conferences we've been to and seen I'll never forget that one for that because I was like, oh, I was tweet live tweeting everything. I was like, oh, great. It's a lot of good stuff here. What are they going to announce next? And it's like fucking Wonderbook forever. For 15 to 20 minutes. You're talking about this thing. I was like, oh,
2: no. But yeah, it was what it was. And it's funny because everybody <clears throat> leading up to E3, like we said constantly, oh, man, it's going to be all about the Vita. They're only going to talk about Vita. They announced all their PS3 games and they like barely talked about the Vita.
1: Yeah, it was weird. Number 12. This is the last one because you probably dropped one already, didn't you? No, I didn't. I didn't.
0: Number 12. Oh, number 13
1: is not going to come out then.
0: Mm, you're just shouting over him while he's talking. <laughs> <to say. laughs> number 12, more the arcade-style side-scrolling shooter that was once an XBLA exclusive is now coming to the PS3 via the PlayStation Network. It's also coming to Vita, but we already knew that. A specific release date and pricing details are still unknown, but it costs $15 in XBLA. Man, it looks so good on Vita. It does. I played it on Vita 3, yeah. and, and it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I think it fits perfectly on that that little handheld that could. Mm-hmm. And number 13. Well, thanks for all the oh, news, Colin. Really appreciate you getting that geez. for us. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Go this ahead. one's interesting. Do it. Because as the readers know, um, these are in no specific order. Okay. And typically, the Vita stories go last just because I go to Vita.IGN.com last. <laughs> the last story, it was my birthday the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Number 13, Vita sales are up in Japan on the heels of the release of Persona 4 The Golden. Vita sold 34,459 units last week, and Persona 4 sold over 137,000 copies of retail, making it the best-selling game of the week in Japan. Nice. Good news. Great news for Atlas. Too. And. Yes, and I uh, I played that as well at E3, but it wasn't translated, and I don't know when that's going to be coming out. But it was
1: quite crisp looking. Yeah, no, yeah, that's definitely going to be on my body Oh yeah, list. that's right. You came and, and you came to my Atlas appointment with me. I didn't did you? just well just for the end for the end bit when I was trying to find uh, our good friend in the industry, Arum. The best. That guy's so good. Yeah, love you, that guy. You guys were really good together on the live stream too. Thank you. I would like you
2: to eventually have like a television show. Like a television show. Yeah, yeah. we
1: could make that happen. Aram has a commanding presence on any live stream. I've only met him a couple times, but he's a really, really cool guy. Well, that ends the news segment for <laughs> Podcast Beyond. <at laughs> yes, it really does. <laughs> it really does. That's but, it. No, okay. I, no, okay, it really does. It's okay, over. Okay. Uh, so, you know, not everyone in the world has the internet, so I don't know how really? you'd be listening to this. I find that this. hard to believe. No, and It's true. Uh, so if, you know, we had to send people to the mom and groc shops mm-hmm. uh, around the country, what would we send them with to better prepare them for their inevitable in-person purchase? An axe. You could send them with an axe. But
0: you could also send them with the official <laughs> IGN list of upcoming PlayStation <laughs> software on all three platforms by the IGN editors.
1: <laughs> that was Goldfarb. Very <laughs> nice. Very nice. <laughs> There's like We have to re- rename yeah. this, by the way, because there's really no three platforms anymore. Well, we've talked about this. So
0: it used to be, obviously, PS2, PS3, and PSP. Right. But now it's PSP, Vita, and PS3. And you'll see why this week. Oh, goodness. Is there some more PSP games That's out? That's correct. Okay. Uh, first on PS3, Spec Ops The Line has come out. I think mm-hmm. we gave it a... What? Is there there's someone, someone out there. Yeah, right. there was. Uh, it's we gave, phantom. We gave Spec Ops an <laughs> eight, and uh, The Amazing Spider-Man also came out. We gave that a seven. Okay. Um, I watched uh, Greg play The Amazing Spider-Man extensively this past weekend. What was your I-didn't-play-it-but-I-watched-it opinion? Um, it didn't look very fun <laughs> to me, <laughs> but uh, I didn't play it. Okay. And I don't know. And I trust uh, – I trust much, much like I, I trust Mitchell Morgan implicitly, yes. <laughs> I also trust Greg Miller implicitly. Um, what a great <laughs> moment in
2: Beyond History. <laughs> I played Amazing Spider-Man very briefly. Like for pre E3 stuff and uh, the swing. All I cared about. I don't care about the missions. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna play the first two missions to unlock the open world and then just swing around New York City because that's what I do in every Spider-Man good, game. Good, good the, thing you spent all the money on that <laughs> swinging around. The swinging felt great. Is right. what I wanted everyone
0: to know. The swinging felt great. Back of the box, quote, IGN.com. But I think Greg's argument with The Amazing Spider Man in particular uh, resonated, which was that it doesn't necessarily look like a very good game. It doesn't look po- like super polished. There's certainly problems with it, but that it's fun like it's undeniably fun and I, that's honestly what's most important with the game so i it's undeniably fun i couldn't deny that it's you fun. couldn't possibly deny it all right i'm denying it right now it doesn't look fun. um and uh well like if you like swinging around can't. the city like collecting these comic book pages you like fighting these my head literally Spider-Man. exploded oh, don't bring that up I, 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 that wasn't yeah. me so i don't really care
2: clements and i nice swing know. around the city all the time yeah we do
0: um so that's it for re- that's it for retail <laughs> releases there's nothing on vita or psp retail um i but, love our little adventures huh guys oh, no they're great but uh on psn since i'll be doing this since greg's not here
1: yeah let's do it the mm. psn
0: update what hit what hit this week today even uh jeremy mcgrath's off-road for 10 bucks super order up which was a retail release that's now 15 dollars. okay uh, resident evil chronicles hd collection which were the two wii light gun games for 27 bucks umbrella and dark side chronicles respectively correct uh the amazing spider-man 60 bucks Mm. So, no discount for that. Mm. Uh, Uncharted and Uncharted 2 for $30 each. Way too expensive for those yeah. games. Great games, but you way can, too expensive. Can't you buy
2: the dual pack for, like,
0: $40? Yeah, I don't understand. You get a discount if you buy them both together on PSN as well. Uh, but they should be, like, $15 each at the most. Yeah. Uh, and then for PSP, Unchained Blades is $30. And that's a download only. And then for DLC, notable DLC, um, Mass Effect 3 Extended Cut DLC we already talked about. And Dust 514, guaranteed beta access is on sale, plus a bunch of weapons that are go active on Thursday, I think. I don't really know anything about that yet.
1: And for demos, LEGO Batman 2. That's it. Is Unchained Blades that um, the dungeon crawler one that I was saying how the art looked awesome, but it's like I, I just can't get into the first-person dungeon crawling games? I don't know. I remember you talking about a specific game like that last week. Yeah, so it probably is that game. It might, it might have been that game. <clears throat> and it was a shame, too. We were, we were just having the discussion about it. There's, you know, y- you people, you audience members probably know me. And you know that the moment I see, like, a a cool anime character, especially when the lineup, like, you see all these anime characters standing together, I get so pumped. I'm like, this game looks like something I'd be interested in. (laughs) And nothing kills my excitement more than when it turns out to be a first-person, block-by-block dungeon crawler, where even, like, battle, you can't even see it. Like, you just see the enemies statically in front of you, and, like, it's just that... Is getting to the point of old school where for some reason it never clicks with me. Because I'm fine with static sprites. I mean, obviously, we, I, I still will play Final Fantasy IV and six and those all are static sprites except for your little characters and their little swinging arms and their little swords. Yeah, I love Adorable. when Locke is
0: like, like Locke has like, <laughs> like,
1: both, but like the relic equipped
0: so he can use two weapons or whatever, and then it's like a boomerang, and he's like, he like throws his boomerang twice, and then he like,
1: <laughs> and then it's like, I so okay. love it. But yeah, I just can't get behind those games. I don't know what it is don't know what it is oh i'll tell you it's first person you can't see anything happening it's boring
0: those are the, well first person view in rpgs is very pc and very old yeah um
1: but and you know what if people like that that's cool yeah and there's I, some, there's a place for those things you know, I, of I hear i hear i hear you there there's there's some nostalgia to that for some people and that's great but it's just not for me and i don't mean pc
0: politically correct i mean pc personal computer in yes. case there's any oh, i was PC. i was confused
1: <laughs> I bet you are. Now, normally we would have... I, a, I normally am. <laughs> we would normally slide a topic of the week right on into this section of the show, but uh, I actually, I think we ended up with a fair amount of reader mail this week. Yeah, let's just week. do that. So let's, we're, we're going we're gonna to do that. We, we've been recording for about 30 minutes. So we got plenty of time. Uh, remember, you can send us questions to beyond at ign.com, just like David did. Now, this is a classic problem, but David was... David gave us some options uh, for this classic problem that he has. He says, my out-of-warranty five-year-old PS3 fat just died. Now I'm faced with a hard choice. Let's help David out. A, do I pay the 150 bucks to get it fixed by Sony? B, do I buy a slim PS3 immediately? C, do I wait for a price cut or bundle? D, do I miss out on the gaming of PS3's Twilight Year and just save up my money for its successor? Or lastly, E, do I cut my losses and just get a Vita? Save me, (laughs) punkheads. That's a good
0: question. What do you think, Goldie?
2: Um, so to me, it depends on like if you're planning on buying Assassin's Creed Three anyway, maybe just wait and buy that bundle or whatever. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. but I I guess how much is how much is it to get like a a bundle right now? Three hundred, I think. So, yeah, 150 bucks is hard to swallow when it's like you could just for a hundred dollars more you could just get, you know, a, a nice slim one. Um.
1: So I, I would probably just spend the money and buy a new system personally. Uh, yeah, and I guess my one question I would have asked to David if he if he were here with us today, was uh, can he get his saves off of it? Like, was he can he just move a hard drive around? Maybe he has a friend or a coworker that has a, another PS3 fat, and he can get the, save those or just save or, to oh, the no, cloud, wait, or maybe yeah. he yeah maybe he could have saved to the cloud. Hopefully he didn't lose any progress because that's usually my main concern. Yeah. if So I usually just say just just get a new one. Like if it's if it's a hun- if it is a hundred fifty dollars to repair, I know you're spending a little extra, but you just you have to wait all that time. You, sometimes there's hiccups in the system. Maybe you don't get your system back for weeks at a time. I don't know. It just seems like if you want to just get back on your feet and keep playing, you should just buy a new one. That's usually the way I take it. I wouldn't wait for the the successor either because no, that's no. a ways off. Yeah, that could be 2014. That is a not. ways off. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. I'd say go buy a slim. Yeah, uh, because you know you're yourself. Getting- yeah, treat yourself. I mean, it's all about your money situation, right? I, don't yeah. know, I presume know his money situation. But my answer would be to get a PS3 Slim and buy
1: a Vita. Yeah. Yeah, you should buy a Vita anyway. All right. Thanks, David. Shuhei will be happy with you if you buy that Vita. He will love you. What's up, guys? Beyond, my name is Peter Ar- Aronson. Eichmann. Hmm. Aronson. It's not Peter Eichmann. I was wondering, what game have you put the most time into? For me, it's Team Fortress 2, and I've clocked in around 310 hours concurrently. Currently, wow. not concurrently. That's a word that I use often, but for other reasons. I mean, if you're adding it up or like total. Yes. So so mm. total cumulative amount of time you spent with a game. What's the most we put in? I <sighs> have no God, idea. God, that's it's a tough I call. I mean, so
2: recently I, I did like 90 hours in 13.2. Yeah. But I've certainly spent more time than that in like bigger. RP. I, I, I probably Fallout 3, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Fallout 3, I completely maxed out all the DLC, everything. Uh, Mass Effect 1, I, I replayed like a billion times. Um, that's all this generation though I'm sure like as a kid like like Chrono Trigger and all that stuff I spent like hundreds of hours with too because mm-hmm. I would like replay those games con- I had like four games so I just replay them constantly
1: yeah I mean I'm sure there's going to be some classics that we've all played and we can barely even remember at this point Yeah, uh, I mean I, I know I say it often but the two Dissidia games together I probably have over, mm-hmm. about over 200 hours on by now so yeah, yeah the definitely... Duodecim because that was the one I did the guide for I have way more hours Duodecim. than that than the original
2: but Dukakum 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 yeah. Dukakum yeah
1: cool let's move on no, to... what Colin didn't answer oh I'm sorry I thought you kind of said RPG stuff I no, know that, was that was me okay well know. I'm not I paying attention really,
0: No, it's fine I was really, I don't know uh Fallout 3 probably um maybe New Vegas yeah but like Goldfarb said I mean I how many times did I play Final Fantasy 6 how many times did I play Wild yeah. Arms Tales of Destiny I mean cumulatively over many
1: gameplay sessions and probably in the hundreds of hours in those games yeah very good, thank you, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Let's do uh, this one from Liam, who writes with the recent announcements of some new Vita games, such as Rainbow Moon and Earth Defense Force, recently announced for Vita. And to clarify, they weren't confirmed. For Rainbow Moon, wasn't confirmed, right? No, they're just investigating. They're investigating so it. So keep that in mind. And Earth Defense Force was that was that confirmed? I guess it was. Okay. I don't know, but anyway, let's uh, to to continue on. I was wondering what your most anticipated games are. You talk a lot about your most anticipated PS3 titles, but how come the Vita gets no love? Much love, Liam. Lots of love going around here. Uh, this is interesting because Gravity Rush was my default answer for the longest time, and now it's out. So, and, and what did you think of it? I haven't even played it yet.
0: Mm, so you were real excited about that Yeah, <laughs> real excited.
1: I've had other games. I've had uh, Diablo to play. Yeah. Anime to watch. No, I mean, I just haven't gotten to it yet. No, I understand that. It's fair. So it's tough to say. I there's currently I I'm I'm, I, I'm got to be honest. I don't have a most anticipated game for the Vita right now. PlayStation uh, All Stars Battle Royale. Oh, what am I talking about? What, am I crazy? Yeah, it's Golden. It's uh, Persona 4 Golden. That's oh, that yeah. definitely took the slot after I was uh, talking to uh, our friend Aram mentioned earlier. That's definitely up there for me.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Um, one of the games that's on my radar that. Uh, is like gonna be like no more than five dollars probably, and I think it's even on an iPad is Sunflowers. Um, that game's just really cool, That uh, it's just a very quirky game. You hold your Vita uh, vertically when you play it, which is interesting. Mm. Um, and I think that game's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, I think Assassin's Creed, obviously, and Bioshock, even though we don't really know anything about the latter, um, are games to keep on your radar. And I'm actually most, I think, most interested, strangely enough, in Final Fantasy X. Just because I want to see what the hell they're doing to it.
1: Yeah. Because I'm yeah. not
0: sure if it's a remake or just a remaster yeah. or an HD that's game. That's going to be really interesting. And I think that how that game does and, and and how that game is received will set the cadence for how the other Final Fantasy games will be treated in remake form.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting because, uh, yeah, all the titles, like, obviously Bioshock Vita is, like, my, by far, most anticipated Vita game. But, like, that that's, like, in the ether. Like, we have no idea if that's even started or exists. Especially, like, it's funny because with Big Daddy uh, or A Big Daddy being added to uh, PlayStation All-Stars and now Little Big Planet, It makes me wonder if that's, um, I don't know, there's a, there's a lot of PlayStation support suddenly from the Bioshock franchise, I think. I find that interesting. But, well, let's um, not, oh,
1: no, sorry, go ahead. Bud. I was just going to say, let's not give up hope on Dragon's Crown either. Yeah, oh, that's yes. True. Yes, yes,
2: Yes, 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 that's yes. very good. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of games like
2: that, that it's like, if those are coming, sure, like those top of yeah. the list. But as far as like stuff we know is coming, um, yeah, of course, Assassin's Creed Liberation, if it can live up to as good as uh, Assassin's Creed 3 looks like but hmm. we'll see yeah, maybe, we
1: maybe that call of duty game will be good yeah we'll see black ops declassified i believe mm-hmm. that's what it's called that is its name if it's more
0: like unit 13 which was what i thought it was going to be obviously in first person and not in third person then i'm pretty excited about that it. that could be
2: super fun yeah i i still i really hope they they do it right and have uh some kind of cross play stuff that would be really smart
0: me too
1: Let's book a flight all the way over to the UK and visit Tom Paddy, who writes, Beyond, back with some new quick-fire questions. Unfortunately, only one can be chosen. I don't... Oh, yeah, okay. So he's giving us options. Who does Greg? Colin, you want to take Greg as well? Okay. His is, it's, it's fitting. PS4 or PlayStation Orbis? He's asking me this. Or this is Greg's question? This, this is Greg's question. Which, I, which do I want it to be named? Yes. PlayStation 4. Okay. Now, Colin, your real one. Okay. 19th century American history or 20th century American history? 19th century. Okay. The, the, mine is the best, of course. <laughs> Girls' generation or half Indian baby that Greg won't care about. Obviously, my child will be more important than <laughs> Korean pop music. So I'm going to go with half Indian baby. Goldie. Playing Little Big Planet Vita as Big Daddy or playing PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale as Big Daddy? Oh, no. Um, I mean,
2: I already played All-Stars as Big Daddy. I, I never plays the heavy character, so I'm going to go a little bit playing as Big Daddy.
1: Okay. And then Cypher Filton, Solid Snake <laughs> or Sam Fisher? <laughs> oh, that's got to be Solid Snake. <laughs> My man with a plan. <laughs> <right>. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> uh, Cypher Filton. <laughs> <laughs> Cypher Filton, always coming back for a good laugh. <laughs> Uh, okay, moving on. Ryan, what's your favorite Final Fantasy on the PS3? I want to play one, but I've only got enough time for one of them. Beyond from Jared. Well, Jared, there's there's really only two of them, <laughs> technically. And I'm going to choose Final Fantasy VII as a download <laughs> PlayStation Classic, because uh, that's probably my favorite. So You can play on the PlayStation 3.
2: So out of the blue, someone walks up to you, and they say 13 or 13.2. At this point, do you recommend people start with 13, or should they just jump into 13.2? 13.2. I think. I mean, I agree that if you if you want to pick any final fantasy it should be neither of those, but yeah, if,
0: if those are your
1: two options. Then yeah.
0: yeah. If you hate yourself, then play one of those two.
1: No, years. come on. <laughs> okay. Now, this one I love and I was I was telling Colin about this before the show started. This comes from Jamie. Uh, thank you Jamie for sending this. Just don't know if Jamie actually pays attention to the show because Jamie writes Greg. What is your favorite place to get a hot dog that isn't Portillo's? Well, he's not here. I'm going to say just another Portillo's that's a different place. Uh, Colin, who is your favorite Democratic American president throughout history? Democratic for American president? Um, oh, Jesus. I don't no, know. No, the one that's elected like, no through
0: dictatorship. Well, I think, is he saying like a Democrat? Because they were all elected. Exactly. That's why. Yeah. Um, my favorite Democrat,
1: Bill Clinton. All right. Mm. Ryan, what is your favorite sports game? <laughs> I don't know. I know absolutely nothing about sports games. Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. <laughs> Michael Phelps. <laughs> Andrew, this one is an interesting one. Okay. What's your favorite gaming news site other than IGN? Gamasutra, Sutra, for Gamma sure. Sutra. They write really interesting stuff. For sure. Excellent. Thank you, Jamie. Beyond, you are all writers. If you were to write a book, what would it be about? This is from Bob
2: some kind of superhero. I, I wrote a book in
1: college about a superhero. Nice. Colin, w- would you would you do a historical uh fiction perhaps? Like Gore Vidal might? No. Um <laughs> No, I would do a a book about uh the end of the United States. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like and uh, and your predictions for why it would happen No, like fiction like about like like okay. a civil war or something gotcha. that like
2: destroyed the country. Homeland Security just picked up on that. You're fucking yeah. done.
1: Now I'm finished. Uh I have <laughs> I have have a lot of things I would actually love to write about at some point Uh, in the past. I've also thought of doing some sort of apocalyptic scenarios. I just find those super um, engaging and interesting. You can also look out for Clements and I's uh, falafel cookbook coming soon. Yes, exactly. We have a lady
2: friend who's going to walk us through it. We do? The, The chick we met today who might be the daughter.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. This sounds so weird. (laughs) (laughs) All of your
0: guys' conversations about food sound weird.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, SF Soup Co. Yep. Yeah. Chilled gazpacho today, they (laughs) had.
2: I like how they say chilled. Like, what is
1: going to be? Hot gazpacho? Come on. What are you doing? Fools. (laughs) I'm receiving an urgent telegraph from Yer Donin from Israel who writes, Beyond, is there any new info about Warrior's Lair from E3 or otherwise? It seems like that game is stuck in development hell. Good use of the term, yes. development hell. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there is no
0: word about it, since uh, we confirmed that uh, who is developing an idle minds um, were removed from the project. I think that they were closed down, but I'm not sure about that. And uh, San Diego Studio is internally fi- finishing the game, which is a Sony-owned studio. Um I had high hopes for that game. I no longer have high hopes for that game in even the remotest sense. So we will see if it ever even comes out and what the status of it is. But it's a goddamn shame because that game looks really cool. And Clements and I played it back in December, yeah, I want to say.
1: So. It was it even before then? Man, it feels yeah, like forever, yeah, actually,
0: yeah. it was before then. It wasn't even when we went down there. It was It was, it was in, like, like October. You're absolutely right. It's when we played, like, it like it's, like, it's when we played, like, time. we played Escape Plan and... That pool game and yep. Man, all the Hustle that Kings. Song
1: now. Hustle Kings, yeah. Thank you, our good friend from Israel. Yeah, here. Let's go to this one from Ben, who writes, Beyond, with the 3DS redesign or the 3DS XL just announced, what changes would you guys like the Vita to get when a redesign is announced? <laughs> Thanks and beyond <laughs> from Ben. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. Well, first, the, the real question is, if you guys had to put a percentage on the likelihood of a Vita redesign, what would that percentage be? 5% at the yeah. most. I don't I don't think it needs it. Like I really think the Vita is perfect. Okay.
2: I um I'm I'm sure there's something if I really had to think about it, but like I it, there's nothing that really bothers me that much on the Vita. Uh,
0: me neither. I mean, think about the only redesign other than the Go that happened at PSP was that it became smaller. And it so will. and so I think that it could that could conceivably happen, but the Vita's there's really nothing wrong with the hardware. So it's just that there's no games to play on it. The Vita is awesome. like I mean, we, We've said it over and over again. Like The Vita is the handheld I've always wanted. Um, and I think everyone kind of feels that way when they get their hands on it. Uh, and I don't think it's going to be redesigned. I just think that the price needs to drop. Yeah,
2: I agree with that. I think uh, the Vita, you know, each, like the 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, each PSP kind of evolved. And obviously, like, they took feedback and they, you know, looked at what was wrong with the previous model and they iterated. And... Vita kind of learned lessons from that. You know, Vita, I think, improves a lot of the problems with the PSP.
0: Um, obviously, second stick and everything notwithstanding, so I, I think it's smart. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be redesigned ever. And I, I, think, I, that, I think that a straight-up redesign was disastrous for the PSP with PSP Go, and I don't think they're going to do that again.
1: <coughs> no, they would never. Yeah, that all sounds fine with me. I would put more colors in it. Yeah? yeah. Just in it? In it. Inside the box. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Interesting. So let's go to Jonathan, who writes to us from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Home of the Flames. Couple questions for the fellas, we being the fellas. Uh, what goes into making a video review? Do you remember good points to capture? How long does it take? Etc. Why do sources. Oh, well, this, these are like three different questions, actually. So let's just stick with that one because that one's a cool one. We don't, we don't talk about video reviews often. No. Colin, you want to take this one? Well, I think that what
0: I've noticed in, in, in the video reviews is that we all kind of have a different philosophy on them. And, you know, so what I do is not necessarily what other people do. Um, but I typically only capture things from the early parts of the game. Um, to avoid spoilers. Yes. Um, so, like, a game that sticks out to me is Homefront, which was six chapters long, so I only captured from the first three chapters. Or with Fear 3, I captured it from, like, the first three of 12 chapters. Or I don't go deep into the game. Sometimes it makes for a, a, a review that is not quite... Uh, as diverse as we might like, I think that uh, the Mass Effect Three review sticks out as one of those video reviews that didn't quite show the scope of the game, maybe as we should have in retrospect, mm-hmm. um, because I didn't want to. I was really, really afraid of spoiling anything for anyone with the yeah, game. Yeah, I sure. only captured uh, Earth and Mars and like the mission right after that for Mass Effect, which is like very early in the game because I was really horrified of, of capturing anything that would like that people would get mad about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, generally I only capture things early on in the game. I don't. I tr- we try to capture. We try to – or at least I try to keep in mind the things I've captured when I write my script so that there's, like, if I'm mentioning something specifically, the video is captured for it. Um, but it's, it's kind of a – we don't do it by ourselves, by the way. It's an interplay. Like We capture it by ourselves. We write the script. But then we have a guy who writes scripts that goes over our, his name is Mike, and he goes over our scripts and makes sure that they're all good. He cuts a lot of things out of them Mm -hmm. and adds things. Polishes. Polishes, polishes to a fine sheen. Yes. And then we have video producers that um, put the video reviews together, take the audio, sync everything up, and then we have guys that kind of sign off on them that are video guys. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a a project, unlike a review in which it's just me, or just Clements, or just Gold Farm. It's a, a situation where lots of people are involved in it. It's a team effort. Yes.
1: Alright, excellent. That was a good little talk. You have nothing to add? No, I I thought you covered everything. Okay. No reason for me to add what you've already done well. Okay! You remember that, when that was the thing? Yeah, that was hot. That was hot back in the day. What's up, guys? writes Michael. Just took the leap on the PS Plus train. I'm loving it, but I had a question. (laughs) What's that train like? That's what I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) With many of you being long PS Plus members, what can be improved and what do you want or expect to see in the future? Is from uh, michael
2: i mean i love we had a, a i forget his name at the moment but we had a reader send in a pictures of a survey he was taking um that suggested um if you buy the ps3 version of a game and you're a ps plus subscriber you would get the vita version discounted or for free and vice versa and that would be amazing like if they added in stuff like that i would be happy to even pay more for it i think um i, I think it needs to come to vita is like my biggest thing right now just any integration with vita would be really smart
1: well they i mean they have don't they have discounts and stuff for for Vita products? No. Oh wait, really? Yep. Oh, I'm not paying close enough attention. Goodness, well, that then that needs to happen. I would say that for the most part, and Colin, I know is a big advocate of the PlayStation Plus program. Yes, program, program. I would say that they're they're really they really do seem to be hitting you know on all fronts recently, uh, except I guess this this Vita problem, but otherwise a very compelling service
0: it is playstation plus is awesome we've had it since the you know greg and i bought in on it on day one and it's awesome and i've been like i've said a million times like uh, we were totally right about playstation plus i'm very proud of that and uh there was a lot of haters out there they seem to be quieted down recently still hear about from them every so often but like i said that very wily and intelligent reader that i can't remember uh who said it or where they said it but comparing it to netflix and i think that that's a perfect comparison um people don't bitch about netflix because you don't get to keep the movies that you 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 rented if you you know if your shit lapses but you can watch that movie whenever you want as long as you have a subscription it's the same thing so if you are a
1: netflix subscriber then you should be a playstation plus subscriber Mm. too wise words from colin morgan Mm. and the reader that he can't remember yes (laughs) sorry no problem hey guys writes nate In my 20-plus years of gaming, I have never played a Metal Gear game. With the release of the HD collection on the Vita, my interest has been piqued. Owning both a PS3 and a Vita, where should you guys recommend I start? Beyond, from Nate. Metal Gear. From Nathan Drake. Um, I suggest that you download PS1
0: Classic, Metal Gear Solid, and start from there. And then you you can get the HD collection on. You're not
2: going to be able to follow the crazy
1: story anyway. Just start with the
2: pretty-looking one.
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah. Why and skip the, quite possibly the most famous yeah. best of the series? Sure, but I just feel like Goldfarb. It... I ask you to leave, sir. You are no longer mel- welcome here, I, I or just Malcolm. I feel like it, 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 it's to the point where <laughs> I'm you are not like... Malcolm, sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at
2: this point, I I would just recommend jumping in with the HD collection
0: ones, and you could go back and fill in the gaps with Gear. No, I don't agree with that at all. Personally, but, but we'll see. I mean, he, he he can kind of have it both ways because if he has a GameCube, he can get Twin Snakes, which is a remake of the first one, which is which is good. Mm. But the first one is is famous for a reason, and I think you can follow the story if you if you if you pay close attention. Yeah, and it'll make you appreciate, especially Solid Snake himself, aka Iroquois Pliskin. Uh, much more, uh, you'll be, you'll appreciate them much more, uh, if you play them all the, you know, the first and the second, I, I only really like and have played the first and the second one. When I tried to play the third one, when it came out, I didn't like it. I haven't gone back to it since. Um, and I played Metal Gear Solid 4 and I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, uh, but <laughs> I think, I think the first two are, uh, excellent. Plus, um, on the HD collection, you can also play Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 from the MSX slash NES.
1: And those are awesome games as well, especially the first one. Hmm. Matthew writes, Beyond, I was listening to the Nintendo voice chat podcast, first time ever, and at one point they all took turns picking one Nintendo franchise they would kill off. So I'm wondering which PlayStation franchise would you kill off if you had a kill off one ability or I something? I think we've played this game before. No, yeah. oh. kill zone we'll, every yeah, time. Right. We'll play it though. Let's play. So uh, Matthew says, I would kill Little Big Planet. Personally, I don't understand the praise it gets. What? Yeah. Matthew, Harsh. you're crazy. You are not Malcolm, sir. <laughs> you are not Malcolm here anymore. So, Goldfarb, do you have a...
2: Yeah, uh, I've never been interested in Killzone. I, w- I would say Killzone off the bat. I mean, yeah, we, we've yeah. talked about this before. Yeah.
0: I um, If it was personal, if it's like personal, then yeah, I would probably have to go with Killzone. But there's a huge contingent of Killzone fans, bigger than my beloved Resistance. So, uh, the series that comes to mind, honestly, if like we could just lose a series, would be Motorstorm. But... That would mean that we would also lose Evolution Studios because that's basically all they do. Although I'm also interested in what else that studio can do. Me you too. Know? Me too. Like what? Else, like the, the, I think Motorstorms, Storm's considered. Those games are considered really good, and I think that they were victimized by the Japanese mm-hmm. hurricane or the, the Japanese hurricane, the Japanese earthquake slash tsunami. In a sense that uh, they had a game called uh, you know they had a game well they had a game called uh, you know uh, Apocalypse whatever that was uh, based around a huge earthquake, and they had to delay it. Yeah. and then it just came out and no one even really knew and that kind of sucked it's the same thing what happened to zipper with socom Four. Oh, with the outage right? yeah the with PS the outage, outage like where yeah. you couldn't even play the game yeah it's just like it, it sucks because like
2: obviously there's no way to anticipate those like timing snafus that sucks
0: but i would kill a motor-stormer
1: for any reason just to see what else that studio can do sorry so i just received thank you colin yeah i just received some urgent text messages from some of our uh fellow workers where i am needed elsewhere so uh I may try and wrap us up in a little bit. Okay. We've been going for about fifty minutes now, which I think is pretty solid. Yeah. Metal Gear uh, solid. Let me just. It is Metal Gear solid. Let me see if there is any. Then you can skip it in that case. Any urgent? Uh, no, actually, we cleared most of the questions. Only a few were left. If you want to go, I can. We can. I mean, or we can just wrap it up. I don't really care. I mean, yeah, we can just wrap it up now. Unless you guys want to. No, it's fine. Yeah. No, nope. it's okay. Um, let's see if I wanted to end with anything else. Do 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 do. No, actually, that's good. I was really happy. there. We had a lot of great questions this week. Remember, you can submit them to beyond at IGN.com, and uh, we will happily answer your questions, especially when I don't have to run off. Do you find folks have anything else to add before we leave for this week? No, that's it. No? Remember, come to IGN.com, because that's the site that pays the bills, and you can also follow IGN.com on Twitter, at IGN. Super easy to type into your keyboard uh, device. You can also follow us on Twitter personally. I am Pwam Cider, P-W-A-M Cider. You can find Goldfarb at Garfep. And Mr. Colin Moriarty at No Taxation. Bonkhead. Bonkhead. Now we end Now <laughs> we end every podcast beyond with a song, a user-submitted song, which you can send to us. Just attach an MP3 to an email and give us a plug. Uh, well, give us something to plug, and we will do so. And Colin is checking to see if someone is waiting outside the podcast room for us. Is it Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> He's just pressed against the glass. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, uh, just like John, who uh, sent us in an awesome uh, piece, an instrumental called Galaxies in Your Eyes, which was inspired by uh, his, uh, his boyfriend and also an ode to space in general. Just Space! Space! Uh, so I, I thought this, was a, Scott this is a very cool piece. This is a little, uh, a little more abstract, I would say, a little more maybe avant-garde than we usually play on the podcast. Mm, but no, I like a, it. I enjoy that term. "Galaxies in Your Eyes." Thank you, John, for sending this in, and thank you, everyone, for joining us. Please tune in next week, Tuesday, for another episode of Podcast Beyond, where our fearless leader, Greg Miller, will once again reign supreme. Until then, I'm Ryan Clements, and I got to tell you, Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Yeah.